0: Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we're excited to feature Emily Kelly. Um, Yeah, so
1: Emily, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I mean, thank you so much for having me. First of all, this is my first round or first experience ever really with both filmmaking and like film festivals and, and that whole process and that has been really affirming. Um, I'm coming at it from more of a visual art background. I've done comics and I went to art school for a little bit for illustration and then ended up transferring um, to uh, study anthropology. And so my film, The Grand Trans-American Cornhole Quest, <laughs> is <laughs> um, was a seven week road trip documentary that I filmed last summer in the summer of 2022. Um, and uh it, it was sort of influenced a lot by that trying to uh, approach filmmaking from you know uh, sort of a, a ethnographic anthropological mm-hmm. sort of way um to the best of my ability yeah.
0: wow yeah no that's that's so interesting That like you're coming from a visual arts background now you're switching into film, like that is so cool. Um, what inspired you to get into filmmaking?
1: Um, so for the specific thing that I wanted to do, this this had been an idea like in the works, sort of like a, a sophomore year of high school pipe mm-hmm. dream. Um, never thought it would happen. Really <laughs> like, like had zero <laughs> um, idea of what it would look like in the end um, and, and then sort of pieces fell together in a really helpful way. Um, but it is a, you know, it was, it was a road trip and we were traveling around the country and, um, interviewing like people on the street about what it meant to be an American. Um, Mm. and we were approaching people, um, as strangers um, and setting up games of cornhole basically mm-hmm. in like highly populated or like highly traveled areas around the United States, like Mount Rushmore, Washington D.C. on Memorial Day, like like mm-hmm. places emblematic of America, um, and basically just trying to create an environment where people could feel comfortable really like stripping things down and talking about the basics of like, okay, what does it mean to be a part of a community? What is it like, how do you see communities changing? How has that been influenced by the pandemic and Mm -hmm. sort of like political radicalization that's happened in the past decade, two decades? Um, And like, uh, you know, as a filmmaker, like how are people's responses similar to each other and how are they different? Um, And the only way to do that is through film. And that's so, I mean, it's a struggle for me, I think. (laughs) Um, uh, But, you know, I I had people um, who I could talk to just to be like, you know, literally, what am I doing? Right. Um, But that's also one of the cool things about film is can connect people from all of these different places together by, you know, editing.
0: Like, building community.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That is so beautiful. The way you described that was so beautiful. I love that. Um, (laughs) What was, like, your message uh, towards the audience? Like, uh, your viewers?
1: Yeah, I think it changed throughout the course of filming. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I I came into it. I grew up in a pretty small town. It was, um, you know, population-wise, it was, it Mm -hmm. was, you know not that small but it was like two square miles so we were just cramped in there like sardines and (laughs) and people really got into each other's business in a way that felt really sort of insular and not you know there weren't like a lot of opportunities to express yourself um and i think being able to do a kind of road trip like that where I'm seeing these, like, wide open spaces, especially in, like, the West and the Midwest. Um, I grew up in the East Coast or Northeastern, small suburb. Um, so, like, I was really interested in, like, coming at things from just, like, open curiosity. Like, okay, if I walk into a room with a smile on my face and, and like, good intentions, like, are people going to react in the same way? Like, are people gonna meet me halfway? Mm-hmm. Um, because what we were seeing on the news, especially, you know, like, uh, you know, 2020 and, and elections, and also, mm-hmm. like I think growing up, I was in high school during the entire Trump administration, 2016 to 2020, graduated into the pandemic, and like, mm-hmm. you know, just just everything that I think everyone was hearing either side, you know, North, South, East, West. Yeah. Like, I think people were really afraid of going outside and talking to people. And mm-hmm. what I found was that, you know, no matter where we went, you know, no matter also if if I agreed with what people were saying or not, and I, I didn't always, I mm-hmm. very much didn't. Um, but people did have a logic behind what they we're saying, like if I followed up, people were basically taking the input from their environment, um, whatever they were hearing, whatever people were telling them, um, and they could explain the rationale behind their actions. And they were open to doing that for someone who was coming in and, and just being curious and being mm-hmm. with them. Um, and that doesn't always, I don't think that's the end of the conversation, you know. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. think people aren't stupid. Is is right. like, I don't think that's going to save the world, but it is mm-hmm. nice to to have that affirmation when everyone is just being like, "Oh, well, the other side is just dumb, and that's yeah. why things are the way that they are." Yeah. Um, and there was always something beautiful to a place that we went to too, and so I think having that in mind of just sort of like okay things actually are more nuanced and more complicated than yeah we give them credit for. like it's not fair to write people off yeah especially if you haven't met them before
0: yeah like being open-minded and um yeah, yeah. this is is really interesting like hearing because like this documentary is not only like for the viewer but it definitely like impacted you as well which is like Really interesting seeing how like one making a film, which is like sometimes it could change your whole perspective about like people and society in general. So
1: totally. And yeah. there was only so much of my like, you know, behind the camera, like the the personal stuff that I wanted yeah. to put in the end film because uh-huh. I I yeah, it it was it was it was intense. It was really cool, but it was a lot of talking to people and a lot of traveling um and maybe someday I'll do something with the journal that I kept but
0: yeah no I would love to see that at one point (laughs) uh wait have you made other films in the past or is this your first
1: like wow this was my first film I'm familiar with making big projects I worked mm-hmm. on um a web comic for like six years in high school right. and so I I know how to like plan a, a story mm-hmm. um but as for like the video editing part and the camera and like the whole yeah. like, like trying to picture before filming like what it would yeah. look like I was like oh, <laughs> yeah
0: well that that's really impressive if like this is your first film and like you have so much process I feel like um do you plan to make any more in the future now that you've made this one
1: i i think so um and the more that i look into um sort of like like blends between anthropology and film mm-hmm. the more i'm like oh whoa this is like a whole field yeah that exists mm-hmm. um and sort of like people experimenting with you know, how do you create community and how do you connect the subjects that you film mm-hmm. with other subjects that you film? There's 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 a lot um, that people are doing with that. There's a professor yeah. at UPenn, John Jackson, who is, um, yeah, like like breaking ground in ethnographic filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading a lot of his stuff and it's really, really wow. interesting. It's really thoughtful and I appreciate mm-hmm. that.
0: Yeah, that's good. Um, Since this is like a student based film festival, um, do you have any like resources that you would recommend to upcoming student
1: filmmakers? So I, the the documentary was um, at least partially halfway funded by the school that I go to, uh, Hmm. Reed College, and could not have done it without them. i applied for a grant they gave Mm -hmm. me the money i was able to pay for gas basically which was huge last summer um and also i could borrow the camera equipment from like the library and and have sort of the the tech center sort of help me through that process Mm -hmm. um so i would just say like don't be afraid to rely on other people um don't be afraid don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask your friends to come on a four-week-long road trip with you because mm-hmm. they might say yes mm-hmm. um, and and hold the camera for you very patiently while you <laughs> have a mental breakdown on Miami Beach. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like like I feel like filmmaking has to be communal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for for what I was doing yeah Uh, and and people were always there to to step up and help out
0: Yeah, yeah and what is one advice that you would give to someone who is aspiring to be a filmmaker but may not know if that's the right way or not
1: just go for it just try it out just rush in head first um (laughs) and yeah, I mean I I had zero experience and and a lot of hope and a lot mm-hmm. of chutzpah, mm-hmm. And um people were, were really forgiving. People were really kind and and as long as I was open to suggestion, they mm-hmm. were willing to give it. Um and the only way to learn is by doing. Whee! Yeah.
0: And then there's like trial and error, I feel like. Like you don't you will learn after you did it, you know. Yeah.
1: And so. there's no way to know if you like it if you don't do it.
0: Exactly. I agree with that. Uh, do you have anything exciting coming up in your career journey?
1: Um, So I've been getting more into, um, I've been getting back into comics and, and writing specifically, mm-hmm. like genre fiction, genre writing. Um, but now with the filmmaking experience and with a little bit more experience, like going places and talking to people. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, hopefully, you will see uh, a new comic coming out from me about like a mystery comic and it's about small towns. Mm. Um, and so that's on the horizon.
0: And it's good that, like, um, since so you mentioned that you are from a small town, so you're definitely like speaking from like experience. And I feel like that's like the best, like, the best works is when you're talking about something that you really know, something you have a lot of knowledge on. So super so yeah. exciting. Um, if you're interested would you like to share like your social media handles for if anyone's interested in like looking more into
1: your films or documentary? Totally. I mean so the the Grand Trans American Cornhole Quest always is available on YouTube for free um, and that's just Grand Trans American Cornhole Quest and then uh, my art account on Instagram is entropy underscore em um, and I have a website called glitchcomics.com and that's where everything else is that's film that's writing that's comics short stories mm-hmm. etc um and keep an eye out
0: Hopefully
1: yeah more things for the near here. future for the near future as near
0: as I <laughs> do it <laughs> yeah well I am so it was lovely to meet you you're such a kind soul and I am so excited for your next works um and yeah thank you for being on the fun Sessions podcast today and again like congratulations for being part of Swift 2023 like that is such a, an exciting moment and also the fact that this is your first film is like even cooler so yeah,
1: yeah thank you guys so much it was it was yeah. really an honor I I it was an honor really for us to have it. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, I wish you all the best luck and I hope you have a good day. Good rest of your afternoon, whatever. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great Go one. Yeah. Right. Bye.